Well, Happy New Year, everyone. It is the very first Minna Fandom show for 2023. I'm, of course, host, executive producer, Menas. Um, I'm joined by two of the great vaccine deniers in American history. We've got Ned Snark coming to you all the way from Florida. Ned, how are you? I'm fine. Healthy as a horse. Thanks, God, for not taking that vax. And, of course, my my almost co-host now, Mike Montante. Mike, how are you? Yeah, I saw those suggestions. I'm doing well. Uh, No vaccine, but I've had COVID twice, had it last week. Uh, It was just as fun as the first time. Glad to still be on this earth. Uh, against the wishes of, I'm sure, a handful of men fans. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, I, I think we should start with, with, I mean, the news that, that rocked the Minifan world. And I, it's one of the reasons I haven't actually recorded a show yet this year because I was so taken aback with the news that Jon Stewart passed away. I, I was completely shocked, um, very saddened by it. Um, uh, you know, I was lucky enough to meet him when I was over there. He was a big fan of this show. He was a big fan of all the shows I used to do with Visionless Dave. And it was just a, such a shock that um, he would go. I mean, Ned, this must be a big wake-up call for you. No, not really. But it was it was a shock because we didn't find out for so long. I mean, it was in October. And and uh, and was shocking that... Kirk and Dave were just talking about you know someone to invite in on Friday for the third chair the day before we found out. It was um, um, amazing and it was very shocking, very sad, great guy, um, brilliant conversationalist, never never at a loss for using too many words. I met him in twice in Saco, so he was a great guy. Did you make him meet him, Mike? Very, uh, very briefly, um, right around the time you were doing your live show, actually, at uh, – the bar before um for the main show what was the name of that bar he he was yeah i forget to yeah i, I forget uh, i forget as well yeah yeah some irish name uh very quick very brief uh, very transactional interaction um i actually called and left the message one of the funnier things uh he reached out to me via twitter dm i thought it was email i got that little detail wrong and he was like hey when i when i moved over everything to iTunes, I guess, some of the early episodes didn't translate. And I must have mentioned when I was on with VD about the first couple episodes we did that were not available. And he was like, hey, I heard you mention you have a couple early episodes with Visionless Dave. Can you send those to me? So I sent him the audio files and he listened to them. I got back to me two days later. Hey, really good show. And then I was like, oh, man, I got a guest. He's in the bag. I was like, hey, man, sounds good. When would you want to record? Do you want to come on? He goes, no, thank you. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> sounds good. Um, so, but yeah, that's very funny. Very similar to... Um, how blunt he was about the pants. Just um, yeah. a very, very good guy. And I'll tell you what, this makes me uh, maybe a little insane. I was damn near brought to tears here in Turtle Boy. Tell that little uh, soliloquy about that that story about how uh, he was impacted by him uh, many years back. You know, so random. Uh, but for, for you to do stuff like that and, you know, make an impact on somebody like that, uh, having no idea that you're going to kind of come full circle with them decades later just kind of tells you what kind of guy he was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a beautiful story. And I thought it was a beautiful tribute that Kirk and the 
the team at KMS did for John. I mean, I have really nice memories of John, and I should have known something was wrong when I kept waking up, but I would not have <laughs> Dua Lipa pictures in my Twitter feed that John had tagged me in because, you know, for months I would wake up and there would be an awesome shot of Dua Lipa's ass that John Stewart would have tagged me in. And, you know, that's what real friends are for. And, you know, I thought maybe – he just got sick of Dua Lipa's ass, and that's why he stopped tagging me. <laughs> Little did I know he'd, he'd kick the bucket. So, you know, that was really sad. I guess, you know, it's, I, I'm glad that maybe a week after John passed away, I saw Dua Lipa live. So, you know, I got to see the ass in person. Mm. So I guess I guess if John's up in heaven, that would make him happy. Yep. Um, you know, John was always a great um, – you know, he'd always write in and ring up shows that I was doing. He'd always – send me stuff about Australia. Um, it, it was so lovely when he came to the live show at the pub. Sorry, Ned. Yep. No, I'm, I'm just thinking that too. It's, it's, this is coming full circle with Dua Lipa, you know, so mm. you, didn't, you didn't get to see, you didn't get one from him, but then you saw her in person and yeah. Um, and it was just, it was just really, you know, it was like, it just sort of really saddened me that, of, uh, that he died. And obviously we got, to, I'm glad I got to meet him, but you know, it made me really think about you know, what has Kirk built? Like, I don't really care about anybody. Like, you know, like someone I went to school with could die, I'd just be eating lunch and keep eating it. Whereas for some reason, the fact that, you know, John was so much part of the show, that the show is so much part of our lives. I, I don't know. What did you guys, because I found it a bit of a shock that I cared so much. I know I've said this before, but this is, a, it really hit me, it, not, it hit me at Saco 1, the first one, not even Madawaska. Madawaska was like a one-off because it was that blizzard and it was just wild. Um, but at Saco 1, it was like, and I, I've said this before, it was like a Grateful Dead concert. You knew everyone there. Everyone was friendly. Everyone's doing their own thing, uh, except for maybe one or two small incidences we won't mention. Everybody got along. It was, and you know, you're meeting people for the first time. And everyone's accepted, and that's why you're right, Menners. When uh, when 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 I heard of John's passing, it hit me hard too. Um, not because I was older than he than he was, but it, it was like, yeah, it's like you lost a friend that I met twice. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it is it's very strange, and you can't explain it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that it, you know it, it crushed me, and you know kind of got me in a funk. I thought about it, you know, definitely upset me, but you know, I've, you know, lost a handful of people. Uh, but it was, you know, definitely was a downer. Um, I had a weird, weird little argument in the, the gambling chat. Like, Oh, but it's not that sad. It was, you know, two months ago, kind of lightens the blow. I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking yeah, about? Like we, we crazy. just found out about it. Right. It's the same, whether you find out it happened two hours ago, or two months ago, it's the exact same thing. So that was kind of a weird angle that a couple of the guys took. But um, one of the things that definitely makes you sad about it. And I think, uh, around the whole community, people are probably a little more upset about it uh, than if some other Mina fans died. Uh, just because he's a pure soul, like he just he yeah he just mm. he the fact like that they said uh, he would just randomly like go out of his way to pick up trash. Who the fuck is you know I see yeah, I know. prisoners I see prisoners doing that, but he's voluntarily doing that. He's not looking for applause. He's just he'd rather do that than be bored on the couch. So he's right. just a pure soul and uh, gone too soon. Like it's, it's been said, there's a lot of scumbags still kicking uh, much <laughs> older than him. So uh, it was sad to see him go. What is it? 58? Yeah, 58, yeah. 59. Yeah. Mm. Don't take it to heart, Montanta. He consistently denied every request to come on Minna Fandom. So it's not just Montante's world. Yeah. <laughs> he liked where, he liked where he was. And, you know, he went on the main show once, right? Yeah. And he goes to all the live shows. But no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't do a, a, a one of this. And, 
They kind of mentioned that he was like a little bit hesitant about even going into the main show, sure. which is which just made me laugh. You know, listens to you know religiously, and uh, even was still a little hesitant. You know, hesitant about going in. So I would, I wouldn't go in. I, if if I was in Boston and Dave knew I was in Boston, they called me to come in. I'd be like, I don't. I, I'd have to seriously think about it. But my first instinct is no. It's Why wild? A little strange. I don't have an anal fissure, so I, there's no good story I can <laughs> I can tell. You know, I got yeah, nothing was, like that. Mm. Still yeah, hey Kirk, what's your favorite golf course in Maine? You know, uh, come on. Well, you, you know, oh, you it's talk about, early on. Talk a little golf, you know, talk about some books, I'm sure. Maybe some, some movies. Sure. It's crazy that Kirk is, you know, somebody that hates people so much has created this kind of really close family. And I almost think it's to the point where he's sort of, you know, it's almost out of his control now. Like he's, he's created this community of lunatics and, um, you know, he's at the center of it, but it's kind of got a life of its own. Yeah, there's little clicks, you know, everyone's kind of intertwined. Um, good apples, bad apples, you know, it's it's, uh, it's definitely a a community. And I know that people say like Barcelona related, like uh, apparently the Yak has a following semi semi similar to it. But yeah, definitely a uh, niche group of um, wackos for the most part. It will be it will be interesting because he said it again this past week. You know, the um, was it June of 2022? Four will be his yep. last show. It will be interesting. I'm in what four or five, maybe five active um, fan related chats, right? That's so many. Um, right. That's and and so to me, that's ridiculous. I know. I'm like, what the hell am I doing in all these chats? I got nothing to say, but they're fun. We all have the same common interest, which is the show. So it'll be really interesting to see how July of 2024 pans out. Will everyone go their separate ways? Will we all stay? In the world, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we start doing, uh, you know, a Kirk Minahan show reviews going back to June 17th, you know, 20, what was it, 2019? Yeah. 2019, and you start yeah. listening to them all over again. I don't know, you know. I think Should it's be- only fair now that John's passed away that Kirk, if he retires, gives me the KMS podcast feed and I can just continue on like nothing Jesus. happened. I mean, I just think. Give something for the community to rally around. There is no Barstool Australia, right? Nope. Um, And I'm sure Barstool would give me a, you know, a multi-million dollar feed for nothing. Just here you go. Um, They're giving Clemmer $80,000 a year to race people around the office. They'll they'll, they'll take care of you. (laughs) Exactly. I'm sure. Um, So I just want to say, John Stewart, rest in peace. You were a great guy, what I knew. And uh, I think he will actually be remembered. Like I, I sort of was reflecting on what, what Kirk gave him at what turned out to be the end of his life. And I've done some research being in that hot studio because uh, when he right went right. in, the air conditioning was yep. broken, you know, it's being right. in very hot yeah. conditions can bring on asthma. So I don't know if there's a correlation there, but it's weird. He goes into the studio a couple of months later, he's dead. You make of that what you will. Um, but I think what Kirk was able to give him towards the end, you know, not not the f- like oh being well known, but the joy, like meeting people at live events, going in to the studio. I mean, he was a massive Felger. He was a massive radio fan by the sounds of it. So I imagine like going in with the greatest broadcaster in Boston history was a thrill for John. So you know, Kirk should be really happy that he gave John that towards the end of his life. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. He's he's old school, so he's very much into into the radio, the Boston uh, radio. I'm sure Worcester local radio as well. 
But the fact is that, you know, the most talented broadcaster, we'll say, you know, radio and podcasting uh, that we've, that we know of in, in Boston actually invites a fan in to sit with them. You know, Felgren Maz wouldn't do that. You know, nobody else would do that. So that was, that's fantastic. Also, he was a very sharp guy too, because, you know, he brought content. Um, uh, he went beyond, well, well beyond his phone calls or the interaction we've had at the show. So he's very, very sharp guy, very knew what he was doing and, and made the most of it. So as usual, it didn't take long for the Minna fans to start, um, you know, making jokes about the whole thing. And, uh, you know, one thing I loved that the day after, uh, well, we all had a go, but Montante did a very good death list of, you know, who'll be next. Um, yeah. So I want to go through, um, and look, this is not to be confused with uh, a Minna fans, you'd rather be dead. Yeah. Like, obviously, I mean, Sneakers, Jay, you know, BA. I mean, there's a few. There's a few you'd rather you know, rather see gone than John Stewart. But this is more, I think, um, Mike Montante's, you know, who's next? A real, a real, and, realistic and, outlook. It's not a wish list. It's if we're being honest, we're being candid about yeah. this. Who's next? And, and, so, and remember, it's it, not to be confused with Kirk's death list with KDL, who's running the mm. totals of whom Kirk has wished death upon. That's so right. The, so this is a totally, totally different death list. Yes. Uh, so this is in no order, but Montante's got red and he's put generics in brackets, which I think he means genetics. Genetics, yeah, yeah. Generically uh, speaking, then, I meant genetics. <laughs> Great. Then we've got um uh, then he's put me, booze. I mean, at least you're honest on that one, Montante. Mm-hmm. How many deep are you into tonight? You know? Oh, we've been a lot. It's been it's been a long day. A lot of uh, American football going on here. We've been going since about twelve fifteen. Um, I, I avoided the afternoon nap, so we're hanging on by a thread here. So yeah, the that's not helping. Are, life you, are you doing all right? Are you doing okay though? Uh, oh, betting wise, absolutely doing fantastic. Great. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, I was telling um, Ned before you jumped on that we'd arrange this time seven fifteen and like two hours ago. You're right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay. He's just hit that perfect drunk point where he's like, <laughs> I want to record now. Otherwise, it could get messy. <laughs> well, it wasn't that really for being, you know, lift up the curtain. I, I had bet the Giants, and then I was able to uh, bet the bet Minnesota too. So there's really no point to watch the game because I have both sides. So I was like, oh, I could just do it now and get ready for the night game. But yep. Mm. Oh, happy birthday for last week, Mike. Did you get your birthday blow That's job? Right. No. Oh, fuck, fuck that. What a leave. Honestly, leave. Yeah. Um, all right, Nick, continuing Montante's death list, uh, David from Hull, and, he, I mean, you put I mean in brackets, I agree. I mean, could be a number of things that gets him, yeah. generics, booze, yeah, anything. Yeah, diabetes. Yep. Um, Kevin from Bristol, vaccine-induced. Yep, agree oh, with yeah, that. That's not funny. He's, he's hanging on by a thread right now. That's, that's, not, that's not funny. That's not a joke. <laughs> no, it's very Ned, literal. Like I said, this is a literal list. Mm, yeah, Ned Old. Thanks. That's all good, a little bit old. <laughs> Pretty. What else needs to be said? Nah. Tim Ridgell's drug overdose. Oh God, <laughs> I forgot these. <laughs> um, TJ heart attack. TJ Hubbard oh, heart attack. Yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely he's, he's definitely playing right now. Uh, on you know on bonus time. He probably should have been gone a couple years ago. So hope TJ you know that keeps defying the odds. Doing a good job so far. Do you think because we've lost one minute fan, the next one that goes, it's, okay, TJ's yeah, gone, please, move on. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah. I think it'll be a surprise. Mm-hmm. He won't get a um, he won't get a, a a tribute show, TJ, would he? Oh, I think so. 
No, well, not, 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 not to the uh, not to the effect that John Stewart got. And I saw that question asked. I'm sure we'll get to that later. But for some of these, like Red did get a tribute show. David from Hull wouldn't. Kevin certainly wouldn't. Ned would. Ridgels yeah, would. Blind Owl definitely. wouldn't. TJ wouldn't. Mm, TJ um, drove drove Kirk in on the back of his truck with that giant flag to Sako one, and I think Sako two, both days. So he might get he might get something. Like a ten minute segment. I don't think. They yeah, do maybe. Whole, uh... <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Quick You're mention. right. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, we lost TJ <laughs> Hubbard. Of... <laughs> I like it how all these years after, whenever Kirk sort of thinks about who he'd rather be dead, say, than John Stewart, he goes straight to Andy Mayo. Even though Andy mm-hmm. Mayo's been on his best behavior now for a good two <clears> years, <throat> he's still just that Minna fan who's straight in comes to your head of like, yep. Yep. And the moles Strange will get him. Surely the, the moles will like <laughs> yeah, eventually skin just cancer. take over his faith and he won't 1, face, he won't be able to breathe. Was a melanoma? You can get yeah. Um, Who else? What did you guys think, jo- Justin's return? It's okay. Yeah, you never liked Justin, did you, Ned? I didn't until I didn't. He was okay until you know when he when he stuck everyone for the um for the show for the the twenty nine thousand dollar food bill. That was all on him. I mean, I know at the time I said, well, Kirk was the manager. He the buck stops with him, but you don't do that. And, and then you're not, you're not heard from again. You don't try to, I don't care how down you are. $29,000. I don't know. A lot of scratch. I thought, uh, I thought Justin was, um, Justin was good. He, you know, he obviously had a little nerves, I think in the beginning, but he, he plays the role pretty well and obviously pretty intricate part of the show. So I, I was happy to see him back. He looks great. Um, he did. No, I'm no, okay. being, <laughs> being, being a little, uh, I didn't a little jokey the there. Facetious. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, he, he, I like, I, don't, I like Justin. I don't know something about him. Um, you can tell he definitely gets real. He clams up and gets nervous anytime anything, uh, work related gets involved. You know, he can't even talk about the menu without, without getting a little nervous and squirmy. Um, cause I just don't think he wants those two worlds kind of, um, merging, but you can't really avoid it. When he gets nervous. He does a tick that drives me nuts. Maybe this is why I subconsciously don't like him. He does, um, um, Justin, what are you doing there? Um, I don't know. And, and it really drives me nuts. If you go back and listen to the shows near the end, maybe it was his medication. I don't know. But it's just a tick that drove me bonkers. He just can't think. And he does this loud, long, um. his His voice goes up, too. He, he hits a tone, like a nervous, like high tone. Yeah. Like a falsetto tone when he when he gets nervous, but no, I think um, and I I like hearing that, so I think he did. I think he did good. I thought I it was nice. Bit. They, I don't miss him at all, but I, I think <laughs> it's nice that they brought him in because you know he does have good knowledge of the show history, so you have him and Mike together with Kirk, yeah, because Cullinane doesn't remember what happened yesterday, so he's, <laughs> he's going to be no help for those doing that tribute. So I like Justin being brought in to talk about John. I thought that was nice. But just on, like, the way you're saying Justin gets uneasy, I think Kirk sometimes, I don't know what it is with Kirk, but I would just let Justin go. Like, Justin wants to float away. Kirk always says, if you want to float away, float away. And I think then pursuing doing this live show with Justin's 
workplace. I don't think mm. that was that sensible from Kirk. And I don't think Kirk did it maliciously. You know, I don't, I'm just giving Kirk some advice because we're mates. You know, maybe just <laughs> let Justin disappear. He wants to. He didn't ask to do He didn't say, oh, you'd come and do a show at my place. Correct. And yeah. I, I just think we've seen Justin can't quite handle the heat. And not that I think this live show would be anything crazy, but, you know, if something – I just don't think he wants to be content and just. I, I draw think a that's line why Kirk. Sand. I think that's why Kirk made it happen. If I think if Justin was to be super receptive and open to it, I don't think it's thrown out there. But when he starts talking about his job and then he sees him start squirming, he goes, "Okay, let's triple down. How about a live show?" <laughs> but then? that's yeah. that's but why that's really I did it. Cunty. But that's really <laughs> it is because it makes it, it makes him happy. But, I don't know, but it, but it's more than like show cunty because like Justin went in to pay tribute to John Stewart. He didn't ask to go back in the show. He's kept, he hasn't been waving his arms like, Hey, true. don't forget about me. So I think you've got to respect that in that environment. And I mean, look, it's not a big deal, but I just think Kirk should be like, okay, Justin's moving on. I'm happy for him. We'll find some other fat prick to make fun of. Like that should be <laughs> it. And there's plenty of them. Get your man yeah. Patrick Ewing in. You know that guy you had on your podcast from he was good. Fast Light. Light. Oh, he... I like. I liked. Him. I thought he was. Uh, yeah, I thought he was good. Nice. He was nice very good. good. I like. He's how very he... open. <clears throat> he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little tired. I was up till seven thirty playing video games. I was like, my god. <laughs> Jesus. I like how you didn't have to scratch very hard to get to the bitterness. How everybody who went on Bastel Idols got a job, but him. Like, mm-hmm. like there was some really good stuff there. Like that, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm glad he was on. Like, he could have, you know, pretended that he was happy for everybody else, but no, he was bitter. Why would you not be bitter? Like they're just handing out, you know money to people to do damn near nothing and he just just got humiliated went home that that was it you know got got my guy in a little bit of a funk so i'm glad he was open about it yeah like he finished third didn't he in idol but like everyone else has got a job (laughs) right chris came in chris came in seventh (laughs) he's you know and he he got eliminated his last pitch was texas poop hold them whatever whatever the fuck it was you know it's crazy yeah, it was a good episode, though, actually. One of Thanks. the better ones. Yep. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Appreciate it. What's happening with uh, your show, Ned? There's been no All Aboards. Um, you know, where's your good friend, Adam? What's, what's yeah. going on there? Update um, the listeners. It, uh, it, uh, it took a turn about uh, three or four months ago. So we just haven't been able to put the schedule back together. Then um, uh, he got offended that, that <clears throat> I'm um, maintaining a friend, friendly relationship with the uh, Mr. Montante down below, and we're in a, a chat together, and we hardly ever communicate anymore. It's, it's sad. I'm, I, it's sad. I miss my friend. I feel like uh, Red from, uh, you know, I, I'm glad. He, I'm, I'm happy he's happy on his own, but I miss my friend. So, you miss your friend. Yeah, I do. What, what, what was the the beginning of this? What what did Mike do? It was yeah, the whole. Turn that over to Mr. Montante. I'll, yeah, I'll handle this. So it was the whole Kanye West thing, and if you go on Adam's timeline, he's just a sucker. He loves to be a victim. Like he, he really is convinced that you know the boogeyman is going to come knock at his door and beat him up because he's Jewish. Go on his timeline. It's either about wrestling or being like victim hate, you know, for for the Jewish community. So I was just like, listen, you know, I don't think I think Kanye's a, a, a whack job, but you comparing him to Hitler, I think, is like a little disingenuous all around. I was like, why don't you come on the show and talk about it instead? He's like, no, you know, he'd rather just be passive aggressive and hint towards me being like a Nazi or something. So that's where the tension kind of started. And then Ned kept, you know, communicating, you know, kept following me. That's really where the, that's really, it's pretty, pretty simple. That's where it came from. 
Um, yeah. And then he unfollowed me, which really, really hurt me. And then, you know, because I'm, I'm a little bit of a scumbag, too. When we were recording months ago, and I'll say it here. Maybe edit this out if you want to. But he, he was talking about how he's seen uh, Big Cat in the city and, like, approached him about it. He's a big Barstool fan. But, yeah, I don't really go in the city anymore because, you know, I got laid off. So he said that. And then I guess when I was in a mood, I was like, hey, Adam, get a job because I know he wasn't working, which is not a nice thing to say to somebody with a family. Um, but I guess he forgot that he told me that. So he just was under the assumption that Ned kind of told me a little secret. So then he cut off c- communication with Ned. But he told it to me. I kept it in for three months. And then when he was exposed, I kind of came over the top and said something rude. But poor Ned got the, the brunt of that, I think. All things being equal, though, I did tell Montante. I said, go easy on Adam. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> well, I, already, I already knew that. I already knew that for transparency. You're just confirming what I already knew. <laughs> I will, so, uh, so that's where it's at. So yeah. because you still associate with Montante, Ned, uh, Adam's like not, not doing a show with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People are, people are clamoring, too. It's a weird. It's a win for the listeners, I've got to say. You're welcome. <laughs> of course it is. You, you should start getting, like, real right-wingers on now on All Aboard. Do you, or he's got control of the – he posts. He used to post the show. He would He would do most of the work. That's true. And I think he does have the the uh, the, the stream yard. So. Um, but he uh, – uh, I, I don't think – he's not on any show anymore. So I think he's just kind of laying low. I mean, um, that's, that's that the regard. best. That is it, it is. The best. It, it really, it really is. for everybody. We used to bring the most out. I, to be honest, the show wasn't as good without LK, and, and we, he and I both admitted that. But LK's like, forget it. You know, he's he's just not good. He's not interested yeah, anymore. I thought that was a shtick, by the way. I didn't realize LK actually hates Adam. Um, he doesn't really hate him, but it's a, it's yeah. it's three quarter shtick. Okay, so there's a little truth <laughs> yeah. in there, and I a would extend an olive, olive branch to uh, Adam. You know, he's boring. He's a dork. But you know who, who isn't? I I would be I would go back to following Adam and doing some stuff with him because you know at the end of the day I think he is a nice guy. He's just a little sensitive uh, at times, but is what it is. He's a great guy, and and he tries and and um outside of his community, I think we're the only community that he he is involved with. So I we we do we we miss him. I mean I still see him in the in the chat and you know we we engage back and forth. But uh, I did drop in the fact in, in another chat that he is in that you Montante are now in the main chat with Kirk that we're in. And I was waiting Am for I? an explosion. No, you're not. Of course you're not. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I was gonna say. They, they, oh, no. oh, I see. Oh, my, duh, okay. Is, is, this, is there actually my a main apologies. chat with Kirk? Yeah. But why the fuck aren't Montante and I in there? I, it's kind of like very tough. And I'm the one who runs well, it. Well, have you ever tried to add us? Like, have you ever gone? No, no. Well, why, why wouldn't you? I need consent from the group. No, you don't. You just add somebody, and then no, how many? Without giving names, how many people are in it overall? Uh, we have a max of twenty. Dang. Okay, that's, that's pretty it. exclusive group. Yep. Give yeah. us some names of people in this fucking chat. TJ, Ari Minahan, Steve from Providence. Some so Kirk, obviously, Tim. Tim. Kirk, Kirk never goes in there. Then obviously, if if Steve, from you'd Providence be surprised. But it's you know we can't really name the whole thing, but it's 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 been there from the beginning. So, are there any can't really name the whole thing like it's some secret? It's the club. chat that shall not be really named, although I just didn't name it, so I'm I'm probably screwed. Watch, everyone will leave it now. <laughs> but no, it's it's idiots. uh uh it, it's gone too far with Adam, and I'm I'm with you, Mike. If you you know, I have nothing to really apologize for, and I tried to apologize, and you wouldn't accept my apology. 
Yeah. I think his last text message to me was, I can take care of myself. Thank you. And I was like, okay, it's very right, sad. Geez. He's probably going through a tough time. Yeah, he must be. Absolutely. Pray, pray for Adam. Um, <clears throat> speaking of things, Adam, Adam, if you're listening to this, I apologize. I apologize for bringing up you being unemployed. That was, that was, that was, uh, oh, man, how many edits do you think I'm going to make? <laughs> no, keep it this all. You have to like edit in. five minutes out. Now oh, were you actually going to, were you actually going to edit that out? Well, I thought, I don't know. Should I? Well, send it to him. He's got nothing else to do. I well, say no. He, next, uh, he loves being talked about. So like this will, he'll know, love this. He, okay. Should I just leave it in? I'd leave it in. Yeah. I mean, maybe you'll get a job out of this. Yeah. So, <laughs> a huge listening audience. Isn't he in yeah. PR? You imagine yeah, Adam in PR. It'd be great. Fat fucking ass waddling in. He'll be dead soon <laughs> as well. Um, anyway, speaking of things that need, um, you know, praying for, what have you guys made of the case season two? Hmm. I'm, I'm I haven't listening. listened to the last episode. I have. <clears throat> it's 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 moving, but I think he's got. I think Kirk uh, and Dave both are struggling because it's an active case, unlike unlike uh, the previous the case season one. So now I don't know if you're aware. Of, I'm sure you are aware. I don't know. Why I said that, but you're you're aware of this uh, ongoing missing wife in the Boston area. <clears throat> and that's kind of grabbed the headlines and, and Kirk's been running with that. Um, it's, it's uh, it, that's a really interesting case, but this one is as well. And it could lead to all sorts of ugliness in local police departments. But I think because it's active, there's not too much Kirk. There's not Kirk can't go that far in it. He's being roadblocked. Hmm. I've, I've really enjoyed the episodes. And I don't think, they're yeah. fine, but but I think that the case is really struggling at the moment because it doesn't know what it wants to be, you know, and this is why I've said for a long time, you know, Kirk wants to get into true crime, but he needs to work with people who know how it works. And, and the thing is, if you want to do active cases, you have to have a massive network of sources. You, otherwise, you just will not be able to do a show. And he says, or he always criticises people who do these true crime podcast where you look at old cases. They do that because there's a fucking story to tell, not because of any other reason, because you've got actually stuffed material. Whereas when you're doing stuff now, unless you are plugged in and have really good sources, you're going to come up with this every week where basically since the show started, there's been really nothing new. It's just kind of been rehashing, which is fine. I've actually enjoyed the episodes, but yeah. Yeah, Kirk, like I sent Kirk an email because he put it out on, um, he said it on the show. So I sent him an email just so here, I'm just emailing you so you've got my contacts. Um, like he needs somebody to give him guidance on this show. Like find out what yeah. it wants to be. Like maybe it's a you mixture. That's you. You've got another thing coming. <laughs> why? Well, it's, uh, it's not yeah. going to be me. Cause it, right. but why? But why couldn't he be doing two? Have an old case that he's looking at. That's but a lot. Updating it, a new case as it's going. So each episode you get an update and then he's deep dive into something old. So I'm, I'm not intelligent enough to follow along with that. I, I'd be, I can't even do that's why my, my issue with true crime. I'm just too stupid. I, I was talking to David from Hull about this. And I was like, what I'm curious about is how is a, a student living by herself? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Is this girl 17 living by herself? We look into that. He was like, no, they met when she was 17. And then she was a teacher at the school. She wasn't going there as a student. So uh, it's, it's, the true crime is not for me. I, you know, I need more mm. simplistic stuff. So if you start adding in a, another case and kind of, I'd be, I'd be lost. Okay. Mm. That's a good, good outlook. Yeah. And I don't think anyone would argue having met you. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you know I'm not lying here. This is I'm being very brutally honest. It's just I don't. The, the other thing too, and he again to me being a little confused here. Uh, when Cullinane from the from the show account, you know, released the audio or whatever, I was confused because like, what the fuck does this have to do with the current case? You know, I, there was a cu- couple people who said that, and then Kirk was like, you know, if you can't. You know, see the distinction between this is just related to true crime and has nothing to do with it, then you're a fucking moron. And then I was like, well, I'm a fucking moron because that confused out. I was trying to do the correlation because, you know, similar areas. And I was like, oh, like this is getting interesting. Had nothing to do with each other. So the case right. has my fucking mind blown. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on with it. I mean, I think you're you spot on to be confused, Mike. I mean, it, but that's what I'm saying. What do they want to be? Like, if they want to be like a podcast that reports on all the developments every week in cases, then be that. Tell the listener, like, at the moment it just seems like, oh, we don't have this, so, you know, we'll just throw this up there. And, um, you know, I feel sorry for Kirk because he's got Dave. I mean, this would actually be where Steve Robinson's ingenuity would be useful. I I had that thought as well, but I don't know the particulars. But, um, you know, season one was not an ongoing, uh, an active case. It was like a kind of a close case. They just happened to find, you know, another murder when they were in South Carolina. Would Steve have been able to get around these uh, obstacles they're facing now with the lack of information? I, I don't know. That'd be hard. I agree, but you'd have more chance than with Dave. Well, that's true. So, but that's interesting. You guys say that because Kirk, and I don't think he's just blowing smoke because he's kind of pretty, you know, straightforward. He says Dave's doing a fantastic job. Do you think, like, you know, he's kind of slipping up a little bit and not being true to himself and just being really nice about it, or do you actually think he thinks that Dave's doing a great job? I think Probably Dave was not doing a good it. job. If Dave was not doing a good job, we'd know about it. Yeah. So, okay. Because yeah. you guys think it would be better with Steve, you know? So I think I think if Kirk thought that too, and he's been more hands-on than anybody, then he would say that. But he's been completely opposite. Sometimes Kirk can get a bit blinded by, I don't know, what's in front of him. And he just, like, I think he maybe in six months he steps back and go, actually, maybe there are areas we could have improved on, you know. And, look, that's the only thing. When you write in the, the works with something at the coal face, you know, you don't get that bird's eye view. No. All right, so good luck with the case. Um, what did you think of Shane's appearance? Go ahead, Mike. I'm freezing left and right, so I don't know if you guys can hear me. Oh. Uh, what did you oh. think of Shane's appearance? Um, overall first, the first 40 minutes and uh, I, I was getting over COVID. So like my head's still clogged up. I couldn't hear uh, pretty much anything he was saying, um, oh. but then he definitely warmed up and uh, similar to Julie, anytime someone opens up and goes on that platform and like gives personal details that they don't have to give that they could tiptoe around. Uh, not only do I find it interesting, but kind of makes them really endearing. So when he starts talking about, first off, you know, his parents dying, you know, he said he hasn't yeah. had a live parents. He's like 26. I was like, okay, good on him for talking about this. Um, so I liked him right from there. And then the, yeah, then, then he obviously uh, blew the lid off the whole show and he gets into his <laughs> anal fissures, um, which was out of control. But overall, um, he seemed like a genuine guy. Um, he definitely heated up and, the fact that he was true to himself and honest with the the listeners, I, I think he did very, very, very good. And I, and I thought I liked him from the get go because he was he knows the show inside and out, so he was dropping stuff that you know that you could tell he's a, a true listener. And um and you're right when he had the you know um I think Kirk already knew though that both his parents were dead, 
<clears throat> I think he Kirk might have forgotten because um, you know, oh, you're in the club, you know, when he said it like that. The fact that he lost his his uh his mother so early, um, that that right, that endeared me to it. But then when he got to the anal fisher, and does you know, Dave did title the, the episode perfectly, the Fisher King, right? Mm-hmm. F-I-S-S-E-R-E. Yeah, I didn't know what the, I didn't know what the fuck that meant when I yeah, nobody knew what that However, meant. However, like, no one no one could have guessed that. Did you guys catch when <laughs> when Kirk's like, I'm gonna send you this one? Uh see if you can find one too, Dave. And he's like, Dave, you can tell Dave is working his phone and says, oh, it's F-I-S-S-U-R-E. I literally spit out my coffee when I, because <laughs> Dave is typing F-I-S-H-E-R, yeah. like fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. my God. I mean, to but be fair, to be fair, worst. I would not know how to spell it either. But yeah, I did pick up on that. That is, that is very, I, and I, I didn't, did you guys Google it yourself? I didn't. I don't have to. Nope. Nope. Why do you not have to? One of my family members had that. Not me. One of my family members had that about 30 years ago. We got full details. So I never need to revisit that. That's why I I, I drink a lot of water and, uh, and take, um, uh, you know, um, what do you Metamucil. Like Metamucil type of stuff. Yeah. Not a surprise. That's why I'm so handsome. Done. Uh, I'm on the bowl five minutes a morning. I'm done. Up and done. Thank you. We don't really need to Two get wipes. into it. But um, let's get, let's get I, 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 I Googled a little bit, oh. Mike, but I stopped short of going into the images tab. Um, I just wanted to know what we were dealing with. And I'm I'm not even sure Cullinane really understood it even by the end. Like, Yes, he did but, not. No, he did not, Manners. You're absolutely right. No. He's like, couldn't he you? Thought it like, was, put, I think he thought it was like constipation or something. He did. Right. <laughs> But it's right. actually like you've got a massive cut in your which own. how it starts. It can start that way. Colon. You know. Mm. Oh, that was so funny. Jesus, that was hysterical. And the fact that you he said that, that they, they didn't question you think it. Toronto's much. community deals with this a lot. <laughs> you'd you'd imagine, but, but, but from I the other it, way. I think if I think I think if you have AIDS, I think you uh I think I don't think you have the most thirty of poops. So it kind of is a blessing in disguise for them. But the what they what he mentioned, it got kind of got overlooked. He said he had hemorrhoids. Like, isn't that pretty young to have hemorrhoids? Like, they're like, oh, that's normal. Even isn't that kind of weird too? Oh, I, I did, look, he must have had a messed up diet or something. Like, this, yeah, that this is not normal. Um, no, like, that's what I thought. They, they just got completely glossed over. I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. I thought hemorrhoids. Like, I maybe know one person who's had it my age. I thought it was super rare. So you know, his his ass is fucked up. That kid, but um. Good on no good. So what, what would you guys rate him if you're if you're a teacher? You give him a B, B minus, B plus. Good man. Uh, well, friend. I'm thinking B plus. I mean, I'm sort of looking at Nolan, Julie, and um, Shane, the, the triumvirate, and they're they're actually all pretty similar. Nolan, you're probably giving the bronze medal, and yep. then you're probably giving Julie the silver, and I think you got to give Shane mm. the gold just Agree. for just I, I for just spilling I, the beans. I B plus, think um, B plus A minus for for Shane. Yeah, I would say B, B plus, but no, I disagree. I think Julie's far and away gold. Um, I think um, I Nolan think should be happy like to be on the stage chick. to get a medal. He's he's clear bronze, and I think Shane has a respectable silver. I thought Julie was, and like I said, I've mentioned this in the past, she had the best day to go in. News all over the place. The mood was True. different, but I thought she did fantastic. She did great. Mm-hmm. She did she did great. She was also a B plus. And if you want, to yeah, and I thought the same as. Um, Shane, that you know, took them both 40 minutes to warm up, you know, yeah. once they got over that. Um, so I think it's great that um, Kirk's giving these civilians a go, really nice to get them all in there. Mm-hmm. I actually listened to Shane's recent Barstool History podcast. Episode. I was curious about that. 
so he cut up all the clips from the K Marco v kirk stuff and that was really well put together very thorough it was about two hours uh it was really nice to revisit them two hours long yeah and i gave him some production advice because what he's doing was he was just holding up his phone to a speaker and playing and some of these clips were like 45 (laughs) minutes what <laughs> Montante says that's what he does. Yeah, I, that's what I do. It's, yeah. That's yeah. a page out of Montante so, playbook. I'll, I'll tell you all then, because if you go to a website called Pod Bay, you can download MP3s of all the podcasts. So you can just go and download that episode of KMS and cut the clip out. You don't have to. That's good. So um, Pod, Pod Bay. Um, but I really enjoyed that Barstool History podcast ep- episode. Um, uh, what's his name? Shane said to me, would I be interested in doing a KMS history podcast episode? Um, and I said, I'm not, but it's a great idea. I mean, there's enough there. You could go back to 2019 and. Why wouldn't you do almost that? Me? Yeah. I like have, you know, 50 other podcasts to produce at the moment. Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, no, then I guess you're thinking more of like a, a Tim and Canton would be better. Who's got the? Yeah, I mean, perfect. actually, you would you would get Tim in, and then you would get someone like one of these youngsters in to to do it with them. Yeah, because Tim's got all the the, the stuff written down. Yeah, he, he's right. an encyclopedia. Would you think? Um, do you have any? Is like, is are we going to see him? Um, coming on here anytime soon, Shane. Yeah, I asked him. Um, so yeah, there's a good chance he'll come on soon. I've got Shane booked. I've I reached out to Yelling Menas. Um, apparently, he's got some intel from Dave Cullinane's kids' oh, school. Oh, God. So I want to get all the information on that. Oh, uh, we've also got okay. Danny and Bill Ricker. Um, he's coming on with Montante. I was going to ask my old um, Menas like producer. Is he asking what all of me? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. I haven't booked a date. That's why you don't know about it yet. Oh, gonna, <laughs> so you're safe. Well, because you said bring Danny on, so I'm like, well, you have to come on yeah. and suffer through it with me. Fair, uh, fair. No, Danny's um, good. Yeah, uh, and then I'm getting. Um, I was going to get John, John you from mentioned Scranton John from Scranton, on, Scranton, but, yeah. but you know, because he loves playing slap and tickle with all the fucking losers, oh, I'm yeah. just like not having him on. Um, yeah. He's a nice guy. I love John, but I do too. And I tried to watch that those uh, Twitter lives that he does, and I, I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. They're, They're terrible. terrible, and he's not. He's 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 a pretty good guy, and he's got a great. He has terrible he's... friends too. Like he just likes that? doing those so he can make the promo videos. Like that's like that's the whole mm. reason he'll just he'll just go on and smoke forty cigarettes just so you watch his three minute intro video. That's all it is. What is his like his girlfriend who's like pretty and normal, nice, probably great. sitting yes. on the other side side of the room looking at him, going, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like, yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's what's coming up on the show. Look, I reckon I just got to get this off my chest. What I do now is when Kirk brings up a TV show or a movie, if I think I'm going to watch it now, I just hit 30 till I get past it because I know Kirk is going to fucking spoil it. Like if I was watching White Lotus Season 2, like I'd seen it, so I was fine. Like Kirk is such a prick when it comes to that stuff. He's going to ruin it. Uh, so now, like, uh, when he mentioned your show, I just forward until I because I don't <laughs> want him to ruin it for me. Yeah, has he ruined anything for you guys? No, not not yet. I I don't watch too much TV really like that. So uh, no, no, not for me at least. Like I haven't seen Nope, and they were talking about the ending, and I was just like, you know, well, the fuck uh, are we at your segment of the show? Menas, you're going to ask us what you're, what you're watching and what we're we're watching. not in that segment yet. Okay, sorry. we're not I'll, in that. I'll hold off. We've got listeners. Speaking, of, speaking of orphans, yeah, yep. 
we've got a few things to go. Uh, we're almost there. Uh, did any of you listen to Kirk on Tom and Alice's show? Of course. I, I, I did. I did. And you you know what's funny? What uh, This is definitely a uh, why Kirk's so talented. You could tell if you listen to him enough that he is – he's not uncomfortable because it – but he wasn't happy, you know. He was he, he was on right, there to right. be on there, but you could hear the frustration. And he, it, it, I was, I found it entertaining. Um, the story Shaq told, where essentially, in a nutshell, hey, you know, aren't I kind of a good guy? Because I had this super hot sixteen year old. I mean, she was, she was. The only thing that was that she was more extreme was she was drunker than she was hot, and we didn't fuck her. It's not good. You remember, right? That was super weird. Uh, yeah. Kirk kind of rolled it as, as well as you could, but I was entertained from start to finish. You know, I liked the Shaqs a lot. I do too. But it was super weird. <laughs> it was weird. They're, they are now on my regular daily because <clears throat> they drop one every day. I'm there on my daily listening. I enjoy them both very, very much. Uh, I did like that episode with, with Kirk. And and <clears throat> he does go on with the, the backhand, like, yeah, I'm here. What do you want? Um, mm-hmm. And I when when Shattuck was in studio, when Kirk was on their show, the only thing I find uncomfortable is Tom wants some of the Kirk shine, right? Because they went to the I same high so. school. I disagree. I he's they talk about going to the high school together, uh, although they didn't go at the same time. Tom's older. Um, Kirk doesn't remember much older. Shattuck. They don't remember each other in high school. So I don't know. I I just get the feeling that Tom's trying to he shouldn't do that. Just do his own thing. I think Tom like has a massive man crush on Kirk because yes. you know, Kirk is a brilliant broadcaster. Tom is certainly not. <laughs> and I, I think you know, Tom looks up at Kirk with wonderment. And so I think that's where a lot of it comes. I quite enjoyed the episode, but it and it just annoys me when, like, you can, like, if you start a segment, say, the the death list or who Kirk wants dead, clearly at some point <laughs> Tom wild. Shattuck's just got to go, this is not working, and just right. abandon. Yeah, he, like, he, 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 he saw that thing all the way through. He saw that thing. get it. You know what's funny? If you listen to Shattuck, and I've been listening to him a little more, too, I've added him to my, uh, my little collection, too, is – he he has a little of Jerry in him where he's a very good talker and he kind of has no interest of anybody else adding anything to it, although he's a little more playful and bounces stuff off a little more than Jerry. But Alice True. will get into a topic and she will go and you could just hear the frustration every once in a while. Tom's like, all right, Alice, all right. And then he'll start talking again. Alice is talking a little too much, I think, for, for Tom's liking, but I think he understands that he's lucky in the situation. He's kind of a slob. He's 30 years older than her. He probably can't really nitpick too much and tell her, hey, shut up a little bit. So he, he mm-hmm. it, next time you listen to the show, Alice will go and you will right. hear he tries to intervene, but he doesn't. I think he's scared to actually say, hey, shut up a little bit. But and she, even with Kirk, like she, 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 I like Alice, but sometimes she drags on a little too much and everyone's too nice. Kirk is a little nicer to females. So, okay, are you done here? Shut the fuck up. With all due respect, <laughs> I, I, I don't listen to this show because I'm not into the topics. But do you, Dad, uh, do you get what I'm saying? Or yes, I, I do. Across I do. like a maniac. I do. No, no, no. You're 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 absolutely right. I I do like uh, Alice because she's very smart. She's well read. Tom's not well read. I mean, it's quite clear, quite apparent. He barely reads. You know, I mean, how smart is Alice really? Come on. Which is why I like oh, that? wacky ideas. No, um, no. Do you think they've got like they've got four kids? No wonder. Like, how the fuck do they record their show yeah. every day? Do you think they just like lock their kids in a room? For, no, like, if you if I, I record the with them, their kids at any time will just be crawling on them. And you, if you're listening to audio only, you can't pinpoint when the kids are in there. They'll, they'll yeah. have kids crawling on their fucking face, and they just continue on. You'd have no idea well, they, they have it mastered. 
Yeah. yeah. You hear the kids in the background. He'll, he'll, he'll they will both say yeah. to the kids something like, get out of here or go lay down. I can imagine Alice is a very, very good mother. Um, very good. I don't know well, why you say it like that, but all right. <laughs> well, I mean, I was genuine. That's why I was creepy. You're not used to me being genuine. <laughs> uh, before we get into the listener questions, and boy, have we got a, a great crop of questions. Uh, one of the Minifans, and I apologize, I've forgotten to write down which Minifan put out the, the tears of Minifans. This was after mm-hmm. John's passing. So I just want to go through it with you and see if there's any disagreements. We'll start at the top. Hall of Fame, John Stewart, I think. Absolutely. No doubt. He's the inaugural inductee to the Hall of Fame. Um, then world class. He's got his own category. Tim in Canton. I don't know. Slightly overrated. Like, what's he no. done for us lately? He's always uh, there. Tim is I there. For, I uh, agree. Kirk needs info. He, Tim's got it. I think as questions going to get brought up. No, but he he'll go on all the shows. He has a fucking notebook. He's the person. This this got asked in the in the listener questions. He's the one that would get the most similar. Uh, you know, if he passed away, show that um, was given to John because I think he's yeah. held up right there in that tier. So I think that was fair. But uh, keep okay. going because I do think there's some things here that are uh, yeah, uh, you know, not where they should be. Tier one, we've got Tim Richards. I agree. Any arguments there? He's had a great year. I mean, 2022 was a great year for the Richards. I love what he's doing with his... uh, Took a dump on his face, but apart from that. He's doing a great (laughs) job. He's doing a great job with the show. Uh, I'm entertained. I'm enthralled by it, so I think he deserves to be there. Uh, He does things behind the scenes, though. (laughs) And he turns up to everything. He did the car thing. Yep. Steve's a liar guy. Tier one. He's faded away a little bit, but I think you know if you respect the show's history, you yeah. can make the argument. I wouldn't say I wouldn't put him there, but I don't have an issue with him being there. Correct. I, no, actually, I would put him there, and I don't have an issue with him being there. That's he's talented. And, I think it, and then we've got Patrick, who I don't know how is a T one. This one got me, Menos. You get a T one just for showing up and being the most boring person in the room at live <laughs> events. I mean, we could probably put a few minute fans on that tier then. Stunned. I was stunned at that with 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 the with um with the uh, anyway with Patrick because <clears throat> he is a nice guy. His girlfriend is great. He does go to every show, but I just like and also he's so sensitive to what you know. Kirk, we used to insult him all the time, and he's kind of fallen off the radar now. But um, yeah, I was I was stunned. He's in one of the chats that I mentioned. Like, how did you get there? How did you get to tier one? Because just don't strange. you're jealous. I'm like, no, I'm shocked. I'm not jealous. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't see him at the Wilbur. Do you think he was there? I don't know. You didn't see me either. Yeah, well, I know that. Um, all right. So gig, uh, tier one, agree with that. Yep. I mean, uh, if Kirk rates him so highly. And then a very strange tier one for me. I, I'm just not sure where this came from. John Featherston, who may have been tier one for the first like three <clears> weeks. <throat> Of the Kirk Minahan show, but he's not. I don't even think he listens anymore. I mean, it's not his type of show. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it seems like he made an error there. I like Featherston a lot. He should he probably. I should, he, you know, he should be. A, you know, maybe a tear down. But yeah, he hasn't. I don't remember the last time he's been mentioned on the show. You know, like maybe four or five months, maybe. Mm. And he and definitely. Passing, could they made him mention him. Yeah, he means well than Ned. When, <laughs> no, he's not. I think he's actually younger than I am. Like a lot younger. Way older. Fucking no, had a tough life then. 
the uh, <laughs> uh, I think when Kirk gets any uh, information on Voldemort, yeah, he gets it. From, he gets it from John. Okay, that's the story. I, mean, I think again, he's behind the scenes, like like uh, Rigels as well. Good point actually, he's I didn't think doing so. things behind the scenes. Okay, so. Uh, I'm not too unhappy then. You've convinced me. Uh, then I got my own tear menace. It's just me. Yeah. Um, yeah. You two can maybe interpret that. I took that as being probably should just be under John Stewart on the the thing. <laughs> of course you do. So your your question is not that you got your own tear that where the tear was placed. Yeah, absolutely. One and two. Yeah. 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 Well, you have the we have the premiere, uh, you know, recap show with the most longevity. You, you know, you stick through it. So I think that's I think yeah. it's fair. Um, I think, and he said, I think he quote tweeted. He's like, yeah, I'd give this like a B plus. I think he'd probably have a little uh, issue with that. I think he'd probably want to, you know, put you amongst the freaks and not have you as in your own tier. But uh, I, I'm okay with it. Yep, me too. It's nice to be valued by the Mina fans. I have to say, yeah. um, tier two. Okay, Lauren Lynn, of course. I mean. Probably T one certainly looks wise. She's been off Twitter for a while. She came back recently. Dude, what was behind that matters? What's going on? I don't know. I, it must be painful for her to see me going about my life without her and <laughs> stuff so far away. Maybe that could be it. Um, it's got to be it. Tier two continuing along with TJ Hubbard. Very strange one. Um, <laughs> no arguments for TJ and tier two. No OG. No. Okay. Ned Snark, you made tier two. And yes, he could have probably been in a few tiers, the content creators. Um, Me? I don't create content. No, that's true. So tier two, you yeah. happy with that, Ned? Happy with that. Thrilled, honored. Didn't Did you see yourself different. higher? No, lower. Or not even listed. Okay. You agree with that, Mike? I like think, um, like I said, I, I think if you see if you see a, if you see a trend here, I think he's kind of respecting uh, the history and longevity of a lot of these people. So everybody you've said so far, none of these guys are really a flesh in the pan or new. Uh, they kind of go back to the origins of the show. So I think that's True. that's fair. Okay, so we don't need to hear that again. Red, definitely tier two. Um, it could almost be the world was too much to handle because he quit the show. Uh, Greg Polar, I think so. Tier two, no. No, no, not at all. No, not at all. Disagree. No, no, I mean, not, no, no, not even close, actually. And I like, I know you're about to get to him. Him and they do have his last name was Smith. Do you think if his last name was Oh, if, he, if, his, if his sister wasn't famous, this guy would be an absolute nobody. No, nowhere near Correct. here, too. Correct. Funny story. I sent Paula a message last week. I said, Will you come on Mina Fandom? And he just wrote back, No. Yeah. And that was like, and then two hours later, I think obviously he felt guilty. And he wrote back, oh, no, maybe I'll come on. I've just got deadlines to meet soon, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, he was the, he was the uh, at, least, at least he has a little bit of a conscience because that's a fucking cocksucker way to do it. He doesn't have the uh, autism excuse like our boy, uh, Mr. Stewart. So that was just a fucking dickhead response. Yeah. I don't mind though. Like I'm, I'm happy to ask people to come on and they can say no. Like that's, that's the game. Yeah, so I time zone is closer no, to you. This time zone is closer to you too. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're both, you know. In the game, so to speak. So why not? Yeah. Um, then you're more got... in the game than he is. <laughs> oh man, he did this show where he's like in a. He did this show when he's in a, tr- a relationship where there's three of them, like he and two girls are in this sort of. Anyway, terrible show. Um, the the Sweden show he did was good, but this one where he's like got two girlfriends. I mean, that just sounds horrible. Um, Sheldon, he's on tier two. Agreed. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Sheldon. In fact, I like Sheldon yep. a lot, but 
trying to mm. wonder what is being. T- he interacts, so he's still there. Jeff D. Lowe. I mean, he d- Jeff Lowe won't have Kirk on his podcast. <clears throat> Do you reckon he's just got a massive cock and that's why he was put on TV? I don't think he's got a massive cock either. Okay. You can so, so, okay, there's some controversy. Life. We're not happy with um, Greg or Jeff. What's Arabas no. on T2? That, I'm okay weird. with that. He was actually on the show a bunch. I'm, I actually think he could be higher. If uh, He should be above Featherston. Wow. I, I, have, no, cool. I have no problem um, with, with Carabas at all because he was on the show. He knew what was going on with the show. Um, loves he, and he also brought mm-hmm. stuff to the show. I mean, his mother cleaning his house. I mean, that shit's hysterical. So, no, um, no And then problem. this one, this is just stupid. Nadu makes no sense. That makes, I'm, I'm, a Nadu, I'm a Nadu guy. It makes zero fucking sense. Yeah, no, that's, I don't know what the hell was up with that. And then the content creators are pretty easy. Montante, Snell, Adam, um, Buddy and Blind Mike and uh, Billboard Charts guy. They're all good. Um, are you happy being on the content creator side of things? No, Montante? look who I'm fucking next to in this graphic. I fucking hated it, but I kept it to myself. No, I'm not a fucking Adam. Leave me off it next time. I don't want to be next to fucking Adam. And you like, like next said, to Snell I, I, I and extend Adam. the olive branch, but keep me away from him. No, I don't want to be next to Snell or Adam. You've, you've been in studio a couple of times, but you couldn't get higher up the tier. No, I got um, disrespected no, no. on this. Yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah. Late I think Montante should have been a, a tier two, and uh, only because. He does create content. You do have your own show, which trans, which touches this world, but not you're not in this world completely. You are, but your show is more about other things, your other interests that you have. It's not strictly a Kirk Minahan show. Yeah, you could be swapped in with Nadu or Polar easily on T2. Yeah. Nadu doesn't belong there at all. And Adam, as a content creator, Adam, <laughs> yeah. I know, and there's no disrespect, but he does. We did do all aboard. He did do the show, but. There really wasn't much content. He didn't really, you know, we had to beg him to do an opening and a closing. Creative. And then, Certainly well, I think creative. the obvious way to look at this, and it and says no content creators, it. It, it says content creators in quotations. I think this means people who pretend to try to leech off the show of leeches of content. People who make content to try to be interesting that actually suck, because that's why we're all in this thing. Like, the guys that yeah. follow me on Twitter, the guy's probably a massive liberal. No, that was that was blatant disrespect. I acknowledge disrespect. I'm okay with disrespect, but let's call it what Ooh. it is. And I don't. And, and, fuming at being. I've been, I've been sitting on this for a week. I'm next yeah. to fucking Snell and Adam. Yeah. What are we doing here? Did you and think? Snell are you kind of jealous of me, Montante, that I'm so much higher? No, so you you should higher. be. You you oh, should be there. That's no question. But listen, Snell also it's in some ways creative doing the the when he first opened up over the summer with the you know beach campfire. Clever. I liked it. I hated this content. That was boring. Mm-hmm. His setting, in other words, the production is better than the content, if that makes sense. Correct. Yeah, no one, Correct. no one's saying any of this content is any good. I mean, look at these faces. Even Montante's show is only mm-hmm. good sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. Leeches. Then we've got the Shaddix. Yep. Easy. Chris Clemmer. Yeah. Easy. Right. Craig. Yeah, easy. And then weirdly, he put Murchison as a leech, <laughs> which... Well, it's his whole life. Fair enough. I mean, cost him his marriage. I think they're all pretty much dead set leeches. Then the world was too much to handle. And this was kind of sad, actually. This is because this is, um, (laughs) I mean, the fans that have gone away. So we've got Justin, um, Matt, Matt from, was Providence? Yeah. Um, Great looking. R.A. Minahan. And I don't actually think R.A.'s disappeared. He has not disappeared. I feel bad. I didn't get enough R.A. time. He's in that job. I'm, 
I'm standing up for Ari. He, uh, he, he, that's slander. He's, he's very upset by this. In fact, he's contacted attorneys. Okay, good. Um, Blind Mike's groupie. Gone. She's gone. Then we've got um, – Think about Ed it. She's been Jones. gone since Madawaska. Mm. That was February of 2020. Something she's happened and she just bailed, which I yeah. think just got the, a bit too creepy. The scrutiny got too much, I think. Mm. She's way too good looking for the, for this crew. Um, Ted Sellers, I mean, he's still rolling he's, around. He's still around. Um, MHB, he's working for Bob Murchison at the moment, so that's why we haven't heard of him. <laughs> he's like his PA. You know, he sucks he him drops in every morning. once in a while, but, yeah, he's, he's yeah. gone. Rob, uh, Matawaska, Rob, I think he's still around. Of course he is. He just he's more slander. He's just more jealous than anybody else of all the opportunities given to everyone else but him. Like, <coughs> Rob thinks he could be the best Thursday person with Kirk ever. It'll be just these two Boston guys busting balls. Um, so he disappeared. Mm. Handsome guy. Yeah, good looking guy. Uh, did he but, show you guys naked photos of his wife, or was that just me? It was just you. Just you. Uh, Guy Geller. He's um. Yep. Well, I think literally the world was too much sand. He's dead. Uh, and then excommunicated. Uh, Rich Kelleher, my good mate, still one of the highlights of my trip was the the couple of hours I spent with Rich. Yeah, what Kelleher. a bizarre, yeah. Jesus. Live tweeting my conversation with him was. I could do that almost every night. I could just ring him and just live tweet it. Um. DEC, the worst. Steve from Providence. Oh. Now Steve's around. That that that's wrong too. DEC's Kevin gone. From, Kevin from Bristol's definitely been excommunicated. Well, he's been excommunicated, right? Matt you Grant can't get rid of Kevin from Bristol. No. no. Even excommunicated. Only maybe the vaccine can, but uh, the, the show can. Oh Jesus! So is he really sick? Is he really sick? Yeah, he had a fucking like, heart monitor on it. Fucking at the show in Mass. Yeah. So I had a number on him. I put a tweet out about like Gina being on the death list, and someone was like, "No, she's actually sick." And so I was like, "Okay, I'll oh, really? Yeah. Was... Is she really uh, sick? I, I don't know because I've. Oh, I hope not. Her and I've well, never can, had a good relationship. Yeah, she's very nice. If you consider chemo sick, then yeah, <sighs> that's really sad. And obviously, I don't you know really want any Minna fans to have cancer. And if any of you ever quote me on that, um. <laughs> 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 what, a, what, a, what a bold statement brave yeah. and then um rico obviously excommunicated so yeah uh, that's that's a great effort make, make no mistake nadu is on that list because rico's now off the list yeah uh, sorry yeah, i can't remember right. who that's did that um Wait, why is it why isn't why is a little mickey on the list one of the worst personalities of all time why is it beyond average mick on this it's a good question oh i don't um, think he was in i actually i'm I messaged him to join us earlier, and he sent me a message. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to see Avatar with my girl. So, you know, it's, um, he's very forgettable, though. Like, can you yeah. blame someone forgetting for forgetting about Mick? Um, all right, he, he he came in left. He was a premature ejaculator. He just came in came too soon. Well, I'm just. I, I'm like, looking forward to his true crime pod, though. He'd be on sure. the leeches tier. He'd be on the leeches tier. He's a leech, sure. correct? Yeah. So um, that's to be on the – all right, let's go through the list of the questions. We've already gone over our time limit, so hope you guys have got another, like, 10 minutes to go through. Yeah, I just questions. got my bets in the last segment. I'm actually – I'm about to – you know, I'm a little parts. I'm going to grab a beer. Whereas uh, Elizabeth Warren says, I'm going to grab me a beer. Yeah, we'll convene um, Ned will kill time. Sure. Um, so public holiday in the States on Monday, so apparently no KMS. What's the holiday for? It's Martin Luther King Day. Okay. And they uh, they uh, unveiled us. They unveiled, 
Say it again. Protest. Montante protests by protests by still going to work on Monday. <laughs> oh, stop. And I, I, I missed what you guys said for transparency. No, I do respect <laughs> Mr. King. I, I am not working tomorrow. <laughs> oh, and I saw uh, Ned's coughing. Uh, here we go. This will be the end. This is how John Stewart oh, died. Because, because I sucked. An asthma attack went into a heart attack. <laughs> I dropped would my water fun? when I saw Montante. How good if I was recording? <laughs> that, that actually would make it worth hey, it. Montante I, had me on when I had COVID. You, you weren't going to get True. me then. I, I did True. see the statue that was unveiled in Boston of Martin. It was like yeah. arms and a penis. It was. Yeah, it was it, very distasteful. Whatever white liberal design that uh, fire them. That was yeah. not good. All right. Now let's get into the listener questions. First one. This is from Lauren, the beautiful Lauren. Ha- have either of you had anything close to as bad as the medical condition referenced on Friday? Anything is bad. I haven't. It was like it was like nothing for me. Really? I have not. I have not. As I said, I do have a close family member who had an anal fissure. I've had nothing wrong with my ass or my cock or anything like that. Working fine, Lauren. Uh, Just so you know that. Um, But uh, (laughs) maybe, maybe like I had my tonsils out. That sucks. But really, wasn't like an anal fissure. Um, No. Turkey walnuts. Have you had to rename the restaurant one good egg? Because of the shortage. I laugh at this. This is funny. <laughs> this is great. Well, it's really, it's hilarious, Kirky, because, you know, you know, I'm on the other side of the world with no supply chain issues of eggs. I've actually got like five dozen eggs in my fridge right now. Um, but there's so eggs I, coming out of our ass, literally. This yeah. is, it matters. You won't carry, edit this out too if you want. But uh, I was in uh, Lancaster over the weekend, Ned. You'll appreciate this. I'm not editing anything up. out of this show. I got some, I got yeah. some Amish eggs and some Amish meat. Unbelievable. Yep. I've got uh, four Next dozen level. eggs I got from the farm yesterday. Three dollars. Can we talk about eggs for another twenty minutes? I can, I can do this. Yeah. I can imagine Ned would have like chickens in his backyard and just I'm, going in. I'm this fucking close to having. I have wild chickens in my neighborhood. There we go. There's a there's one sitting on ten eggs in my front uh, planter. There we go. Sigmund Freudahand. This is to you, Montante. Does Montante really hate me, or is it a shtick? So I know we're up against it time wise. I'll, I'll keep this quick. Yes. all right ted sarandis uh we're not that up against that much time but anyway ted sarandis how do you gentlemen deal with losers and trolls who like to take shots at you on obscure platforms because they're jealous of your podcasting success this is obviously how do you deal with that michael the the mute button but i'll be honest it's pretty relevant because every time you see like uh something and then it's like you know you get the option you have to hit, you know, view, view, tweet, or this is from a muted account. I see it all anyway. So it, it is annoying. Oh, I'm not going to lie. You know, it is annoying. It's like be Tuesday, middle of the day, you're doing work bullshit. And then you got these whack jobs, you know, adding you on to some Photoshop weird shit. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? You know, it's annoying. I'm not going to lie, but it is what it is. I don't have to deal with it. I'm universally loved. So it never, never crosses my path. Um, <laughs> And then Ted has asked, like, Kristen Methuen and Pat, um, is it Pat, uh, have clearly established themselves as excellent hosts. Um, would you consider them from in a fandom? No. Like, I've seen the 420 GBE show. It's awful. <laughs> I, I don't like the – I don't like everyone that they associate with. Not that I'm going to do a Carano and say, oh, if you follow them, I'm not going to follow you. But I also am, like, just going to keep my distance from certain people. Yeah. Melissa Gorman, as a restaurateur, and I have to say, 
I used to spell restaurateur with an N before the T, like as it restaurateur. Right. But I found out it's actually no N. It's it's actually restaurateur. I was spelling it wrong for my whole life. Someone sent me the correction and I was like, going to write back, oh, you've, you're wrong. And then I was, I Googled it. And um, anyway, Melissa, excellent spelling. You got it. Um, what are your thoughts on the menu that Justin is offering? Did Justin go through the menu? Because I didn't hear any of it. It's very short. Steak tips, right? Okay. It's like steak yeah. tips, Caesar salad, and uh, yeah. like a burger or some shit. Which is fine. And Melissa, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Justin doesn't want to be part of content. So I'll just put a genie Alfredo. Andy Mayo. Oh, here we go. If either of you died tomorrow, how would KMS react compared to John Stewart? Quick, quick, five, ten minutes on it, mention it, and move on, um, which I think is fair. And I mentioned it earlier. The only person that would get a show that was, you know, semi, semi similar to the format and how long they focused on it would probably be Tim and Ken. Yeah. yeah. I think Tim definitely would. Do you really think Kirk would keep going knowing that I'm dead, though? Do you think <laughs> I'm like the yin to his yang? I think he'd struggle on. Yes. Yeah. You think so? I mean, it'd be like his parents, you know, of course. And you saw the I would, time he had, but I think I would like I would like to think they would dedicate the whole week to me. Yeah. You know, like three full shows, go through all the stupid things I've said. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, how many shows have I done when you're going back to the YouTube channel to Minna Fandom? You could easily do a week tribute to me. Easily. Okay. I'm not even, I'm, go ahead. <laughs> Next question. Is Montante cool with Kevin from Bristol partying with his girl? Now there was some girl you were playing slap and tickle with on Twitter. I yeah, don't. That's think my lesbian friend Katie who came on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. So yeah. do you mind if Kevin does some crazy stuff to her? I think him and I. Monitor? I think yeah. I think him and I have an understanding where uh, you know if I was in New England and I was a little horned up, I could get a few pumps in on the misses and then vice versa if he's in jersey and i'm not home he can get a, get a few in here i think we're on that level so i'm okay with that <laughs> kevin used to be really good looking i don't know if he's ever told you um <clears throat> now off the meme way will the minna fandom show invite a real journalist steve robinson or will you continue to support the commie barstool agenda good question uh, i think the chances of steve saying yes to an invitation on this podcast uh, not even half a percent. Like he did, he did my show. He doesn't against, hate you, you know, he begrudgingly. He's not. I know, but he hates you so much. <clears throat> he would come on he here, and, you know, and make fun of you. I know, but I think that's kind of why he would do. I think I give yourself a ten percent chance. Do you think I should just ask him just to see here? Yeah, fuck it. Did, why you not? Absolutely should. Yeah. Okay. I'll ask him, but just everybody knows out there. I'm only asking him to just see what response I get to promote the, get to, mo- to promote the main wire. Just you know, that's what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Be like, okay, I'll promote it to the audience. I've already promoted it to exactly. Uh, so, Dave from Hull. Now, this was this was you know they say envy is a sin, and you've got envy just <clears throat> fucking floating out of David from Hull's. Um, Pause here. Is Mike now the co-host of Minna Fandom? It's his third appearance in the last five episode, episodes. Oh, yeah, Are you guys well, going to combine Montante's world and Minna Fandom? Um, uh, before we get into hello, uh, Dave, if you're listening, say hello to your mum for me. Great-looking oh, woman. Um, now, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you're hey. right in your age bracket. You would definitely give her one. Yeah. Um, 
handsome father too. I don't know what happened to him. No, I mean, uh, Dave, uh, absolutely not. Uh, Mike is not the new co-host. It's it's as we just uh, we just roll on. Uh, We're just mates. Great. We're just mates. Yeah, no, um, and then we'd have one show instead of two shows. So no, exactly. And, yeah. and the difference is, like Montante's world, you know, it's it's a it's a much um, it's a current affairs show. It's broader. It's, you know, it's a new show. It's a it's a proper journalistic endeavor. Whereas Minifan, then we're just reacting to KMS stuff. So it's very different. Um, I did ask a lot of people. They were all busy at the moment, which is why. Um, Great to have Montante here. So, yeah. yeah I know when you reach jealous. out to me, I, I understand how it goes. I've been on the other side of it. I, I know when you're reaching out to me, that means four or five people either, you know, gave you some bullshit excuse or gave you, you know, a rain check date. So I get it. And, yeah, if you need someone, I listen to the same show you do, I, and I like coming on here and speaking with you. So mm. I get what it is. I, I do like – I do like seeing uh, the people like again. It's like yeah, like Jay, Jay, uh, or even our little buddy, little Mitzi Fitzy. Some little hands love Fitzy. You, what so a don't... whack! What a whack job. Fitzy's on. He's out of his mind now. I used to be able to I think tolerate he's him. as he's... annoying as Jay. Oh, he's right there. I'll still give Jay all due respect to Jay. I think that's his crown until someone can come take it. But Fitzy's fucking right there. He's knocking at the door. Oh, he's bad recently. All right. So, do you like when Montante's on Mina Fandom, then? As a yeah, I do. Passive. Yeah, absolutely. You guys actually, you guys play well against each other. The only reason I'm here is Mike because he didn't think you were going to make it. So he goes, hey, "We might have Montante." <laughs> that's not true. I've been. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, and I've said this before. I try and when I've lo- I lock in a co-host, and then I'll try and just see if other people can join. And yeah, you know, it's you like and and thankfully Ned was available tonight. Often people. So you're five. Lied. I'm six, Mike. You were the fifth call. Yeah, I was you. no. So I yeah, asked yelling man as Danny from that. Bill Ricker. Um, who else? Oh, there's a few. Just anyway. happy to. Dude, do well. Do, do, you get, you get a hit, do you get a hit in the numbers when I come on? Like, are people like fatigued, or are they like consistent with the, your your normal show? It's a good pre-consistent. I mean, people come for my talent, not yours. So. <laughs> <laughs> I also make sure people aren't avoiding that one. But... <laughs> Yeah. Right. Nipples. This is last question. We'll start with a sporto one. Hey, is the Australian Open tennis tournament as big a deal in Australia as the US media makes it seem? Or is it just a tennis tournament that's played down there? I have to say it's it like it's all anyone talks about for two weeks. I'm not a tennis fan, but it will just dominate. Like we are a sport mad country. So when we hold this grand slam. It is fucking yeah. tennis, tennis, tennis for two weeks. I uh, say, so yes, nipples, they are as mad for it. I've got plenty of friends who are flying down from Sydney for it to Melbourne. So that answers your question. You're not going to get to one more from my burner account, Roscoe? What was that question? I don't know. Some, some account just sucked my dick, and I was like, oh, that's, that's a nice change of pace. I forget what it was exactly, but it was very over the top. Uh, Pro me, which was it makes me a little you know uneasy, but it was nice to see. No, didn't get that one. Didn't get that one. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's wrap this up. Uh, what have you been watching? Quick recies, Ned. Uh, you know, Tulsa what do you King. Recommend? Tulsa King. Oh, finished the whole season. I like it. It's the the best series I've seen in a while, and okay, it's, it's well, made by the same guy who makes Yellowstone. Yellowstone is garbage. Eighteen eighty three was trash, and nineteen twenty three sucks. Same guy though created this, and I think it's pretty good. I started watching Tulsa King, um, to like hate watch it because I thought it was gonna be absurd, and it is pretty absurd. 
Um, there's a couple a, like little things they do that's, that's so stupid. But yeah. I found myself halfway through episode two where I, I went from watching it to like absurd watching to mock it to being like fully invested. Great yeah. show. Sly is fantastic. Okay. And yeah, like, I'm not a huge time. movie guy, so this is the only thing I really know him from. Yeah. So it's good. I'm watching uh, Katie last night. Um, we started watching Yellow Jackets. Uh, I'm trying to get into it. It's a little chaotic, but it's good. So I far. really liked it. I really liked Yellow Jackets. Where is it? Where is it, Mike? It's on Paramount Plus in Australia. Okay. I don't know where it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm like at three episodes in. Um, I, I I I watched some good good shows re- recently. Um, can't remember any of them, which is good for uh, okay. speaking on a right. podcast. Yeah. You're doing really well, Mike. Um, you still <laughs> there's something up, on top right? top of my brain here. I can't. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. But if it comes to me, I'll tweet out like next week. No, it's all right. We've got a good recce there. And um, well, I've been I watched the movie She Said about the Harvey Weinstein stuff. A Ooh, really good movie. That? Very good. I like the like I spotlight. Um, I mean, yeah. I'm looking to. I've been that's been on my to watch list, but just hasn't been able to watch it. Good. Mm, yeah, watch that. I I've, I've been watching the show Wednesday. You know, the one that everyone was talking about. Kirk was making fun of that his daughter was watching. Very funny. Very funny. The girl in it is great. Um, and of the bad what's batch. White Lotus, what's White Lotus yep. on? What is it on? What's what it platform? On? I think it's yeah. HBO. It's something yeah, it different. Right. Not watch it. Okay. Yeah. Not for me. And uh, the, the Bad Batch, the Star Wars series has started again. And the latest episode is one of the best episodes of animation I've ever seen. So if you're into Star Wars, go and watch that. Um, I did watch the Golden Globes, and I was really glad that the guy from the Bear won the lead. He was fantastic. If you haven't seen the Bear, watch it. And Kate Blanchett won for best um, actress, the Tar. So go the Aussies. Oh, there you I go. Haven't seen it, but never Kirk put. You've never heard of Kate Blanchett? You've, yeah, no, you have. You've seen her. You've seen her. She was. Uh, I'm not even going to bother. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, what were Kirk's three top movies? The Fablemans, which I'm seeing this week. Tar, which I haven't seen, and Nope. So I just remember him talking about the movie Nope. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I no. really, I want to. I don't know too much about those. Menace was Menace. the was the Harvey Weinstein movie of a movie or was it a documentary? A movie, documentary. Right? It was a movie. Oh shit! Okay, Menace. Did you watch? Uh, I'm not a huge movie guy whatsoever, but like I said, I've been to the last three Lord of the Rings midnight release, and I'm one of the few people there without a cape on. I kind of like. <laughs> I might be the only person on earth. <laughs> I loaded the thing. Kate Blanchett was Galadriel. Galadriel in okay, okay. So I know she is now, but I didn't know. But did you like the Did you like the Amazon show? I actually thought it was okay. It got a lot of heat online. Either no attention or got heat. I kind of liked it. I like. I really liked it by the end. Slow beginning. Yeah, first three episodes sort of took a bit long to get going, but then really paid off. And you know what I liked about it? You could just see the money. You could just see that this was the most expensive TV show ever. And I liked that. Like. Like, you know, oh, it's the most – well, I want to see that. And you actually – was like, yeah, this yeah. looks like yeah. the most expensive show ever. Full production. Do you think – do you think they broke – do you think they've broken even so far on this or do you think it's a, a losing endeavor so far? Uh, I think it did pretty well. I mean, everyone was talking about it, but you never know. You know how do you measure those things too? Downloads, right? Hmm. Views. Downloads, yeah, the streaming thing. I watched so it. Confusing. I thought it was great. Good. Big, big All fan. Right. Well, I think we should wrap this up. We've gone um, gone long, but uh, Ned, thank you so much for joining us on Minna Fandom. Sorry Thanks, to Minners. hear you and Adam have, have hit the skids and we're all aboard's well sinking as we speak. You know, it's, yeah, 
So it's sad, well, losing, sad. losing, losing. John started the all aboard, you know, really sunk the all aboard. So, yeah. but no, I think this show might have turned the corner though with Adam. You know, Montanti apologized. I laid out, you know, my feelings, which are like, come on, you got nothing. You shouldn't be mad at me. Uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe you brokered a piece. And look, if anyone has any opportunities for Adam, I mean, get in touch with him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, a very impressive resume. So I uh, give give him a crack. Give the kid a shot. Yep, he does. He knows his stuff. He's probably like had ten vaccines, so he'll be fine. Um, <laughs> well, that's that's true. So, Mike, um, what's happening? What's next? Uh, so, if you haven't listened to, go listen to Fat Trick Ewing, one of one of Mike's better episodes. Well, what's coming up? I, believe it or not, I think uh, Ned and VD um, over the next couple of days. I think we're going to do one. Ned, you know, it's funny too. Is I'm going to have them on, and then Ned had just. Put in a little group chat, like twenty questions he wants to ask VD. So it might be it might be Ned's world featuring featuring me. Uh, yeah, you're fat. He's he's a fascinating character, and he you is. kind of want to get into you want to get into his personal life a little more than I'm comfortable asking. But I think he'll talk about it. He didn't oppose, so I think that'll be the next show. And then um, one of the, one an absolute whack job. Speaking of, you're gonna have no idea who this is matters, but a loyal listener, like big time loyal listener to the Shaddix, is this guy Morgan like Morgan Hervin or something? Wild character. And I think he's interesting and kind of with it. So I asked him to come on. Got an insane response from him. He goes, I don't do online. We'll do it in person. It's like, well, that's wow. an insane thing to say. So I think this nut job's going to drive from New Hampshire to here for an hour show with me. Um, talk about a waste of time. So that might be that might be the last Montanti's world. He might kill me. But, uh, yeah, that's that's what we got coming up. Uh, I mean, I, I would reach out to Colin and just see if you can b- borrow that taser that's yeah. lying around <laughs> the studio. I mean, you're probably packing, aren't you, Mike? Leave a number. Yeah, in New yeah. Jersey? Are you well, kidding? You can't. We'll have the, a- the AR will be on my no. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't you just buy it in one state and drive <clears throat> drive it over? I mean, it can't be that hard. Correct. Um, You're right. All right, everyone. Well, um, just hold on YouTube and I'm gonna stop the recording. Thanks, everybody.
An Australian man was found slain. <laughs> A note was found by the body. Said nobody can fuck with S.E. <laughs> yeah! He fucked up a man down under. 